0: Hey y'all, hope y'all are having a good week. I hope that y'all really enjoyed the first podcast, and I hope that y'all like this one too. So, send me a voice message. You have to download anchor to do it, but send me a voice message and let me know how your week is going. Um, what's your high? So we can just fo- focus on positivity. I'll tell y'all my highs, so I have two highs. One of my highs is that I used this really good seasoning um, from Hawaii that my aunt had sent over when she was staying in Hawaii for my fish, and it was delicious, and another high was I got back into the gym. Um, I had like a little two-week break, helped my mom over one week, and then the next week I just took a break, Um, but I'm back, so I'm definitely happy about that. And you know, let's get into the show. So, we are in the segment What Now USA. I live downtown and it is very busy. And I'm trying to find a quiet space to record. And guess what? It's not a lot of quiet spaces. So, hopefully, Friday, y'all, I'm going to order my mic and hope it only hears my like voice and do voice isolation but i'm just saying if y'all hear something in the background um it's 8 p.m and y'all it's busy out here but anyway i want to touch on russia and the ukraine conflict i want to know how do y'all feel about wars in general um and i'm asking these questions because you guys can definitely reach out to me and like I said, if y'all download Anchor, I hope it's not too much. But if y'all download Anchor and listen to my podcast on Anchor, I have questions and polls and stuff. And then y'all can send me voice messages and let me know like how y'all feel. I can like play them, shout y'all out and stuff like that. So um, you don't have to download Anchor, but it's just like you can engage and interact with me. Hey, y'all. <laughs> so anyway, how do y'all feel about wars in general? Me, personally, I feel like words are not necessary. I feel like things could be talked over and people could come to agreements without the use of violence. I'm sure meetings will be drawn out because some people just, like, don't agree on things. But I feel like it's better than people losing lives. All this killing innocent people, wrecking the communities is a bunch of bullshit to me. I was doing some research and they said that wars are the essential building blocks for peace. Why do we have to do all this just to get peace? Research also says that nations go to war because they can't agree on anything. Yeah, we know that. So it's like whoever waves the white flag wins It's so stupid to me and I think it's ego driven. Um, the war literally is over when papers are signed. You think I'm joking? Y'all, look up. Look up the process of wars and how it does the end. Somebody has to say, okay, I'm tired of doing this. I'm done. And then send some papers. And so it's just like, you kill all those people. You ruin all those communities. For what? Like, I don't think that it's worth it. That's crazy to me. And so, y'all, I was reading this article where this man, he, um, it's one of the, like, soldiers. He has said that relentless Russian bombings were the closest thing that he had ever seen to hell. And that was an American who has served several tours of the Middle East. Um, that's crazy to me wars are nothing but hell on earth like that's just how i feel and i just feel like they're unnecessary and being in the educational field i work at a high school and so they were talking about how um I think it's somewhere in Africa or it's Nigeria. I can't remember for sure. But look it up that it's a woman president. And ever since women have been in charge over there, it hasn't been any wars or anything like that. Because, like, it's not ego-driven. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, the next thing I want to talk about for my current events is President Biden. Y'all. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I be forgetting he the president. Um so I just was like, Oh, let me randomly check up on him and see how he's doing, like how do y'all feel about him and stuff like that. So when I looked him up, they were saying like he had COVID right now and I was just saying, like, then I hope he make it through because you know he kinda old and I do understand that he has the vaccines and I think he got the booster and stuff like that, but he's still an older guy. So I just hope he um make it through. Um and I'm not even going to hold y'all, though. Like, of course, I don't want the man to die, but he really needs to be allowed because he needs to cancel the student loans. Like, what are we waiting for? Why are the student loans still not being canceled? Like, yeah, y'all put a pause loan on them, but I'm talking about, like, clear the balance. You know what I'm saying? Um, So, I had did some more research, and I'm not going to give y'all the exact why- website because... I'm not trying to sponsor, like, nobody stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to mention too many things on my podcast because I don't really know how how many people my podcast can reach. But I don't think it's fair that I should do, like, free promo. Like, just not doing it. Um, but, yeah, I was looking it up. And, basically, they had a list of the things that he promised and if he followed through with them. And um, it basically was showing that he did 65% of what he said he was going to do. And I do understand, like, we need to give him some time, but to be honest, I just feel like Congress is the one that's really in control, because if he make a proposal and cancel, I mean, I'm sorry, and and Congress has the option to, like, um, basically, um, like, knock down what he got going on, like i don't know so just let me know like how do y'all feel about Biden again sorry for the background if y'all anything um y'all can send me a voice memo um telling me some of the promises that you are personally looking for but i already told y'all man he need to cancel those student loans because i don't have the money like i'm not i don't got it so just cancel it duh like, why do we have to even pay for education? Did y'all know that Um, in, like, Spanish-speaking countries, like, solely Spanish-speaking countries, I think it's Mexico, you can get a free um education, like, college. You don't have to pay for it. That's actually wonderful. And then, my last thing that I want to talk about for black, I mean, I'm talking about for black excellence. That's because this is the black excellence part of my current bits. It is a 13 year old girl named Alina Annalee Wicker. She has already been accepted to Alabama Medical School while she is almost done working for two undergraduate degrees for biological sciences. Um, This makes her the youngest black student to ever be accepted to a medical school. According to the Washington Post, she's currently in the process of earning her two undergraduate degrees. She's earning one at Oakwood University and the other one at Arizona State University. Y'all, guess how old she was when she graduated? Well, y'all already know she... (laughs) well nah y'all wouldn't know but it's crazy because she graduated from high school at 12 years old like that's crazy so she graduated at 12 and she already almost done working on two undergraduate degrees at 13 that's only one year that's crazy and it's definitely black excellence, excellence y'all there i go that's the lips that gets me y'all at its finest that is beautiful. Okay, y'all. Next segment, Sips tea So I told y'all that I was gonna touch back on the Gunner situation and the Young Thug situation. Um, and so I have some new news surrounding um this case that has came out. So basically, they're saying that Gunner's legal team files a new petition for his release from jail. So Fulton County denied it twice. That's where he is in jail at, but they're gonna try the the county next to it, Henry County. I don't even know how that can work and how is that possible, but it's worth the try, I guess. So um, and I just feel like it's crazy that he got denied the first two times because remember they have little to no evidence. So how are you able to keep me like locked up and y'all don't have nothing on me, basically? Like, y'all don't have no proof for anything. Um, I feel like the the judge is not fair because the judge didn't even require the prosecutors to show evidence at the bond hearing. So, it's just like, y'all got me locked up because y'all want me locked up. Or y'all got me locked up until y'all could try to find some type of evidence. Like, that's, that's just honestly how I feel. Um... I'm not saying that it's true, like that's how they feel, but like on the alpha looking in, that's how it's coming off. His lawyers then decided to go to the appellate court. I hope I'm saying that right, y'all, to review the decision, but the judge didn't let them do it. And if you're wondering what that even means, it just means that's the court where you go to review the procedures and the decisions in the trial. Um, to make sure that the proceedings were fair and that the proper law was applied correctly, and I don't think that they, I don't think that they're doing any of that. Like it's not fair. I don't think that they're doing with um things correctly. Um, I feel like sometimes um black men, well, we know that black men are targeted, but I definitely feel like black men who have money or who have some type of status is definitely targeted because they feel like like who are you you know what i'm saying so the next topic i want to talk about in the pop culture 60 segment is td jakes did y'all see when td jakes had um said that we are raising women to be men um he goes on to talk about like how women are taking care of so much in the house that they don't need a man and then they don't respect the man and that they be bragging about like oh i could do this i could do this by myself blah blah whatever Um, and first when I had seen like the clips or whatever, I was like, not really liking what he was saying, like about women. Um, but then when I have went on YouTube, he, it's a sermon that he did for Father's Day sermon. So if you go on his YouTube channel and you go look up the Father's Day sermon and he dropped it on Father's Day, um, which was, I what June 19th. I think, um, you can hear more of what he's saying. And I feel like, basically, he was um, urging men to step up. And I really don't see anything wrong with what he was saying. He basically was just saying, like, men have not been stepping up in women's lives. And so, we feel the need to take on the men's role as far as being the provider and stuff like that. um, Because we have to. It's not because we wanted to. It's because we have to. And... I can't get mad at that. Like, that's true. If you don't want your woman paying the bills and you don't want your woman woman to be the leader or whatever the case may be, but then so, then you need to step up and you need to take control. Like, there's nothing else, you know what I'm saying, that I can even say. Like, I definitely agree with that. Um, and, again, y'all can let me know how y'all feel. Y'all can tweet me at... Um, what is it? London is a keeper. Y'all can even go to my page. um, Follow me on Instagram. My London on the Beat Speaks um Instagram page. And I'll leave questions up on there. And y'all can comment on there. And y'all can answer the questions that I might have that I um, asked in the podcast. Because um, I really want y'all to download the Anchor app. Because it's like the voice messages is so cool. But like I said... I know a lot of people don't like to download a lot of apps and they don't like to sign up. So, I just try to give other options. Okay. So, the next thing is... Um... The the T.D. Jakes thing kind of made me remember. It's this tweet in TikTok going around saying that men are emotionally attractive to their homeboys. And only physically attractive to women. Um... That does not mean that you are gay. I repeat, that does not mean that you are gay. That doesn't mean that. And I feel like when when men see that and they're not thinking about, well, not all men. When some men see that, they're not really thinking about, like, what it's really saying. Um, I do believe that there is some truth to that. But like I said, it doesn't go for all men. I think that the big problem is what we see so much on social media and also in the songs and it's not like i have people be like oh social media is wrecking you brain it's not just social media social media is the platform but the people that think like that are getting on this pa- platform and putting those things out um like people men saying bros before hoes and um, songs that's like that, like, stuff like that, and I feel like if that's the case, then go F the bros, let them do what your lady do, and I feel like that's who y'all say y'all care about the most, and I'm I'm gonna put another disclaimer, I am not talking about all men, I'm talking about the men who say that, the stuff in the songs, y'all always saying that, like, y'all read the, like, it's this um it was this um question going around social media and saying like would you snitch on your friend or cheat on your girl and everybody was saying that they rather cheat on their girlfriend than snitch on their friend like it didn't even specify like what type of snitching is. is it to the police is it just telling that your friend did something Didn't mean it was illegal, none of that. They just straight was like, oh, I'm a snitch. I mean, I'm going to cheat on my girl. Like, you care. Some men care about more what they friends think than what they girl think. And guess what? That girl be the realest motherfucker on the team. Because as soon as you fall out or the couples break up, and I am a living witness back then. As soon as you fall out with somebody, or I mean not fall out. As soon as y'all break up, those same bros that's supposed to be your bros be trying to talk to your girl. Sometimes they try to talk to them while y'all together. Sometimes they wait till till they break up. So it's just like that's that's crazy to me. Um I just like I said, disclaimer is not all men, but a lot of men portray this in songs and on social media. So, it's like we've seen this behavior in bulk, and we have to remember that, yeah, it's not a lot of it's not all men doing it, but it seems to us that it's majority of men doing it because that's what's going viral and stuff like that um, but again, let me know how do y'all feel about that tweet again, The tweet said that men are emotionally attractive to their homeboys. And only physically slash basically sexually sexually attracted to women. How do y'all feel about that? Let me know. Last but not least. I want to touch on something. That is very near and dear to my heart. And a lot of people been feeling this type of way about me talking about this. Well I'm not going to say a lot of people. (laughs) But some people been feeling a way about me talking about this. But I just feel like it's my truth it was a traumatic experience for me and i'm gonna and i'm gonna say something about it and i'm gonna keep on talking about it until i feel like the lady get what she deserves or until i get my money back but anyway let me just go on so basically i want to talk about hairstylists back then and now um this has been a very trending topic it's a lot of people been talking about this for a very long time. But the reason why I say it's personal to me, because something basically an incident happened. Um, so back then I say, I would say like, you will come, you will get your hair done. A wash will be included. The wait time could still be long. It depended on the hairstylist that you went to. Um, it was never too long. Um, it was really no minute, no last minute cancellations. And if they were late or they feel like they did something, like, you know what I'm saying? They would accommodate you. They would give you a discount or whatever like that. Um, They were not money hungry. They did not overbook. They actually cared about your natural hair. Even if you was getting a weave put in or anything like that, braids, whatever like that. Stylists back then grew your hair out. They took care of your hair. And business grew by word of mouth and not on social media. Um, I personally feel like some, again, disclaimer, I'm not talking about all stylists, but I personally feel like today, now, some of the stylists, they get really big-headed off the clout that they get on social media. They have so many customers and money coming in that that's all they care about. If you have a problem with how they did something or if they damaged your hair, then unfortunately, it's your problem now. And they are unprofessional as hell. And like I said, I feel like the reason for that is because some of them artists really be going viral and be having thousands and thousands of of followers. And that's a lot of money if all those people is coming to you. So it's just like. You worry about the money. They will overbook you. Have you sending it. Like I've been in the chair. I've, I'm I'm sorry. I've been in the hair, um, hair salon till 2 o'clock in the morning. And it was like I needed my hair done. Because I think it was for um, a birthday. Or I was going somewhere and I really needed my hair done. Or I already had paid my deposit. Couldn't get my money back. So I have to sit here. Because they definitely don't want to get your money back. Your deposit back. Even if they in the wrong. If I'm. If it's a non-refundable deposit and I can't get it back or I it's my fault that I have to do something else, then that's understandable. But when they do something to you, sometimes they don't want to get a deposit back. And it's just like, I understand it being non-refundable, but it's non-refundable if I have something to do or if I change it up or if I cancel too late. But when you, it's your fault. It's just, you should give them their money back. And I am a business owner and I do makeup. So, like, I understand both sides. Um, but anyway, I also was saying, like, I feel like style, stylists charge for every little thing. They make last-minute changes. They'll say, like, oh, it's one price on the site. You get in a chair and they done with your hair and it costs more. And you, like... That ain't what the site said. You should have said that before then. But it's just like, it kind of make you feel obligated to give them the money. But it's like, what if you ain't got the money? You ain't say that. You should clarify what's going on and how much it's going to cost before you get on my head. Speaking of that, I also don't understand why I have to come with my hair washing blow dry. I'm paying all this money and I have to come with my hair washed and blow dried. And if I don't come with my hair washed and blowjad, then you're going to charge me for washing my hair. Like, that should be included. Like, literally, the State Board of Cosmetology regulations that you have to thoroughly wash their hair. Like, that makes no sense. You don't know what people going to even have in their head. You don't even know if they can wash their hair good enough. And you're just going to put your fingers in their head. Like, it really just makes no sense to me. Um, so now that I got my feelings out about how I feel, about how stylists were back then and now, um, we gonna get into a real fest cause I really don't want my podcast to be so long, especially because I just started and I really want you guys to listen and enjoy. Um, so I told a full story of what happened to me, um, on Facebook, um, a couple of my friends shared it. Um, a couple of people decided not, well, one person decided not to, and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm going to speak out, you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to stand up for myself. Those of you who know me know I had long, soft, and curly hair, and I took pride in my hair. Even if you didn't know that, you, you know what I'm saying, you would know that, me going through this is you know hurt so now I be saying like oh I'm about heavy words like I always say that and I be joking to try to make light of it but I'm not gonna lie like I'm really sad about that um I basically have to cut my hair because this stylist and I'm gonna say her name her name is Brandy Simmons she's on style seat she goes by b Fly Um and it said that she was a five-star stylist, but clearly, you ruined my hair. and You knew you ruined my hair when I got up out that seat, and you didn't say anything. And, um, she basically overprocessed my hair while coloring it. I have been getting hair color since I was in high school, since I was 17 years old. I am now 27 years old, so I've been getting my hair color for 10 years, and that had never happened to me. Um... If y'all wanna hear, like I said, the whole story, then y'all can just either go. I like wrote it out, y'all can go on Facebook. Um, or y'all could um or one day I'ma do a podcast story time and y'all can tell me if y'all wanna know the full story and I'll do it like then or whatever. Um, but the funniest part of the story that wasn't funny at the time, but now that it is funny, um now is that she wanted to avoid me so bad that she lied and told me that she was getting surgery, y'all. And I want y'all to take take five seconds and guess what surgery that she said she was gonna get. Y'all, she said that she was going to get a hysterectomy. She said that she was getting a hysterectomy around april and i kept i kept asking her like no why am even say i kept asking her i asked her what date was she getting it she was on social media all that stuff she ignored me um it took her like three days to respond to me normally before i knew she overprocessed my hair she would never take that on and text me back so i'm just like okay um because when it first happened, she acted like she was just so concerned. And, oh, my God, facetime me. This never happened to me before. Blah, blah, whatever. Was telling me, oh, go get this. Go do this. And all the stuff that she was telling me to do was messing up my hair even worse. But, like I said, I don't want to tell the full story on here. But when I told the other stylist what the lady was telling me to do, and I have text message proof, um, the lady was saying, like, that's not what you should have been doing. And she should have helped you. Anyway. Um, so, she said she was going to be embarrassed for six to eight weeks. I also had told my story halfway on TikTok. I really didn't tell my story that much on TikTok. I didn't finish it because my videos were not reaching people. Um, And so, it reached her, though, because I had, um, I think she had actually followed me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, while she was doing my hair, she figured out that I did makeup and we had followed each other and all this other stuff. Um, Not knowing that this lady was going to ruin my hair. So she saw my video and I didn't say who she was and then she texted me June 9th. I will never forget she checked me. I mean texted me June 9th and was saying like, oh um when can you come in? Manju, May twentieth is when she claimed she was getting her surgery and was gonna have to be on bed rest six to eight weeks. June 9th is not six to eight weeks. So you were basically lying i never text her back and the reason why i never text her back after that fact is because i've been trying to get a hold of you you wasn't going now that i say something about it on the internet now all of a sudden you are um now all of a sudden you um you want me you want to do my hair also this shit happened all the way in february and five months. has to Five months has passed. So there's nothing that you could do to my hair now because my hair was constantly breaking off every day because I'm doing what you said I was be doing and I wasn't even supposed to be doing that. But man you I never fucking knew that. So now you text me June 9th and my appointment to get my fucking haircut is June fifteenth. There's nothing that you can do to me. You never gave me my money back. You never did nothing for me but one one time saying like oh you need an oil treat you need a uh oil treatment or some shit like that. Whatever the fuck she said. Hot oil treatment. Like that's not all I needed. Like you should have been telling me what I need to do. More more moisture, this and that, or we gonna do this, we gonna do that. Then she like I said, I don't wanna get into the story, y'all. I don't know, I wanna get into the story. Because um, 'cause I'll be on this thing all day and not even be able to um talk about anything else. So Basically, um, I just feel like she was being lazy. I feel like she used a really high developer because she seen that I had a lot of hair and she wanted to hurry up and get done faster, but ruined my freaking hair. And I know that she probably was being lazy and wanted to hurry up and be done faster because when I first walked in there, she thought originally I was getting a skunk stripe. And those of you... Who, like, if you're a little bit older and you might not know that it's a, um, what a, a skunk stripe is, it's literally, like, say my hair was brown or whatever like that, and I was getting a streak of blue in there. Like, she thought this a, that's what I was getting, and I was like, no, you got my points mixed up. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, I'm not over my hair being lost but I'm over her as a person, you know what I'm saying, and hopefully soon, I don't want to speak too much on it, I'll be getting what I deserve, and she'll be getting what she deserves, um, yeah, whatever, So usually I said I was gonna use this segment for my advice segment. What would London do? And again, like I don't have any, um, you know, topics that or questions that were sent to me. So I just wanna do it in a, in general. What would London do? Um, I just wanna let y'all know that it's okay to be selfish sometimes. If you find yourself drained. In doing everything for everybody else and never for yourself then it's time to treat yourself don't feel bad you paid your bills you deal with all that you need to do now it's time to treat yourself and take care of yourself it's okay when you are a selfless person it's okay to be selfish sometimes Y'all, I'm going to be very transparent with you. I just, this is my third time recording this segment because it's loud. People are calling my phone. The alarm went off and cut my audio off and I want my audio to be together. So let's just, let me just get straight to it. Did you know segment? Did you know that the entire world's population could fit inside Los Angeles? Did you know that the first person convicted of speeding was going eight miles per hour? And did y'all know that cotton candy was invented by a dentist? And personally, I love cotton candy. I don't know about y'all, but I know that that stuff is really bad for your teeth because it's literally sugar. Like when you make the cotton candy stuff, like I had a cotton candy machine when I was little, and we had ran out of the little flavoring stuff, but the flavoring stuff is nothing but sugar. We so we had put sugar in the little thing and heat up and then it did like the little cottony thing. It's literally sugar. So he probably made that so he can get, be back, uh, be good in business. And for the last segment, grinds my gears. So. One of the things that Grants My Gears is working in the education field, um, you get a lot of challenges. So, one thing that Grants My Gears is when kids listen to one teacher, which sometimes it's just me, but they don't want to listen to the other one. Um, I feel like that is so freaking rude. And if your kid do that, I will check them because it's just rude. Um, Because it's just like... It's two adults in here, um, two staff members. You need to respect us because we both respect you. It's not about who you like, it's not about who you think cool, and that stuff makes me so mad. Especially because when I was in school, I was not rude or disrespectful, disrespectful to nobody. I don't care if you was the janitor cleaning the floors. And then the principal, like, I treated everybody the same with respect. And it starts at home. It really starts at home. Um, You need to teach, people need to teach their kids manners. That's what they need to do. But, yeah, that is one of the many things that grinds my gears. thank y'all so much for listening to my podcast i really hope that y'all enjoyed this episode and i cannot wait to y'all um hear the other episode in this next episode the third episode i am going to bring a guest and i'm not telling y'all what it's i'm not gonna tell you guys who the guest is yet i'm not even gonna tell you what we're gonna be talking about um but stay tuned be looking out on social media for the guests and what we're going to be talking about yes you can follow me at boss london underscore but you really need to follow me on london on the beat speaks because anything that is pertaining to my podcast i am going to be posting it there first again if y'all have any um thing that y'all want to say y'all can shoot it over there y'all can shoot me an email at london on at gmail.com download anchor y'all and send me a voice message like duh that is so easy that's so cool and i can play it on the freaking show and get y'all a shout out if you send me a voice message i will give you a shout out and i will play it on here like this note is ifs buts about it okay but again i hope that y'all enjoyed this podcast thank you so much for listening make sure you share with a friend or just share it on your social media platform you know what i'm saying get your girls some listeners and i will see y'all on next friday bye have a great weekend y'all